0: Welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and serve as host for these podcasts. Encouraging the gifts of listening hospitality by offering the openness and caring of Friendship. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as you and I explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. I guess the first topic that I wanted to address is the concept of interacting with other people and the recognition that few of us listen whenever we do ritualize our behavior with another. And ritualization is one thing that can be an obstacle to effective communication. Many of us do recognize that a number of our interactions with other people are ritualized. We as a society have agreed that following certain behaviors and having certain attitudes do help us get along with each other. But in order to give these rituals certain validity, we label the interaction, the ritual, as being normal or abnormal. We attach the word normal to help ourselves, and we help other people feel more comfortable. To not be normal is usually classified as being defective or dysfunctional. We justify ourselves by attaching the label of abnormal on different behaviors, feelings, and attitudes. One of the parts of personal growth is the recognition and acceptance of the concept of experimenting. Experimenting to develop personal norms is almost mandatory if one wishes to change. Experimenting with behavior and experimenting with feelings is difficult. In fact, it can be downright scary. If you want to change, it will require someone to experiment with something different. The key word is if we want to change. I'm sure you're familiar with many people who verbally lament the fact that their life does not change. And if you were to ask them, what are you doing different? The answer is I'm not doing anything different one of my personal guidelines is if you do what you've always done you will get what you've always got wishing things to change does not do anything we need to do something different we need to change the way we think the way we feel the way we behave if we expect something to move beyond the norm if we rely on ritual behaviors if we rely on having an expectation of what is normal and abnormal, the odds are that we will continue to live in the same pattern that we are currently in. One of the most interesting rituals to me is asking a question of someone when we meet and then not even making a pretense of listening to the response most of you know that I have commented many times over the year, this world is short of effective listeners. We very seldom take the time and the energy to fully listen to what someone is conveying to us. If we want to go and focus on one of the most ritualized parts of our interaction, we can focus on our greetings. Good morning. We can say these and no response is solicited and none is expected. However, most of the people in our society choose another form of greeting, which is currently, how are you? We ask that question and the most common and frequently expected answer is fine. Back in the old days of college teaching, I taught a class entitled Abnormal Psychology, and now we call it Psychopathology. One of the goals I had in teaching the course in Psychopathology was for the student to actually experience, to feel the the oddities, the fears, the apprehensions that come when others see them as being abnormal. It can be frightening to be seen in your social group as being abnormal or different. And I do believe that our people in our world, in our culture, do let you and me know verbally, non-verbally, in a variety of ways, when they see us not meeting their expectations of social behavior. We all have expectations. We have expectations of ourselves and we have expectations of other people. In order for us to understand and possibly change those behaviors, I believe in both the experience of learning and the tendency to experiment when learning us to alter and make changes for a more positive lifestyle. One of the things I wanted my students to do in this experimental and experiential way of learning was to have each of them structure some type of behavior where others would see them as being odd, weird, or strange. Now, I always wanted them to be legal, but I wanted them to actually experiment and have the experience of going through something that they themselves would label as odd, weird, or strange. Each student was to practice this behavior in front of others without telling them what they were doing. Then I asked the student to record how they themselves reacted to doing this behavior. How did I feel when I was consciously making an effort to be odd, weird, or strange in the way I behaved, or maybe even the way I was thinking. How did they notice? What kinds of cues did they pick up from the people around them who observed their behavior? How did they react to the looks, the words, the tones, and all the other ways in which people convey disapproval or maybe even apprehension or fear? at anyone who would present something that was different. One of my favorites was when a student decided to create a non-normal response to the inquire that we were discussing earlier, this ritualized, how are you, as he walked across the college campus. One of his responses that he chose to share as he did this experiment was, I died this morning, but I'm just fine. He wanted to test how many people bothered to listen to his response or even heard it. How many people chose to just focus on the word fine and conceptually fill in the rest of it and not pay attention, not make the effort to hear the complete response or thought response rate for those who stopped and asked about how he was doing and what did he just say ranged from somewhere around 15%. But even when it's tried in different ways during different semesters, the outcome was about the same. The realization that you and I are lucky if one in five persons bothers to make the effort to hear what we say when we greet each other. My own guess is a lot closer to 5 than 20%. It can vary, and it can vary with the type of person. It can vary with whether the people are strangers or whether they're good acquaintances or whether they are good friends. I have the opportunity to work at the hospital information desk each week, and one of the things that I find is that oftentimes people will stop to ask a question, and even before I can give them any kind of answer, they are already physically moving away. They have not made the effort to stop and listen to what I'm saying. I recognize it. And I accept it, but I still find it entertaining that, once again, why so many of them who do move away are back with, did you say this, or did you say that, or I couldn't find it. And of course, most accusatory, they will say, you're wrong. It wasn't there. Most of the people who have heard me share my views about our interpersonal behaviors know that there are very few people who I consider good listeners in this world. They seem to recognize that I've encouraged to be able to listen carefully to individuals, whether we're going through the ritualized, hi, how are you, or how are you doing today? How are you feeling? What is going on? Unfortunately, we seem to be most comfortable as a society in greeting others when we hear the response, just fine. Because once again, if it's not just fine, may have to take responsibility to actually stop, make an effort to hear, and listen. That involves effort, and most important, it involves time, which always seems to be in short supply in our busy, busy world. personal challenge to you as well as I do to myself frequently, that along my own path of personal growth, I continually strive to practice listening to responses, to try and choose that there is going to be an effort on my part to hear someone's response if I choose to ask the question, if I make the comment, good morning, or good afternoon, or even hi. Hi. I am not expecting or eliciting a response, but if I ask a question, I want to give someone the courtesy, someone the respect of being able to stop and take the time and energy to hear what they wish to say. As always, these views are shared for your consideration. They are not shared as the way you need to think, feel, or behave, but for you to consider. If you have another area of wellness psychology that you would like for me to cover during a future podcast, feel free to write that request once again to PowerForPositiveLiving at gmail.com. This is your host, James Huey, and I thank you for joining me. I hope this experience, this viewpoint, these attitudes can be of value as you set the priorities for living your life. Power for positive living and friendship is my goal, and I hope that you will feel free to join me again another time as we continue to explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. So long.